Once again, guys, thank you for joining the Lego Football Podcast. David Farini here, your host, uh, one of the mainstays of the pod, as you would already know for the regular listeners. We are in Napoli this week, and I thought I'd do something different. I'd go to a stadium and actually do some commentary in front of the real live match. Uh, usually most commentators are forced to do it from a screen. It's not the end of the world when we do that, but it was so good being there at the Stadio Diego Maradona. And it was a real pleasure as a Napoli fan myself. And of course, I'm not that biased when it comes to Napoli, but against Inter, uh, you know, it is a breathtaking experience being there. I really recommend people get to more games whenever they can. And uh, yeah, I just thought I'd deliver something a little bit different today to commemorate Napoli's latest record of defeating every single Serie A club. It's a historic season. It rounds it off in a perfect way, especially with the conjecture around Luciano Spalletti. We spoke about him in our last episodes. He may be on his way out. He may not be. We will see. But I thought also we'd take this opportunity to focus on a couple of other Napoli players. And I'm going to talk about the goal scorers. Uh, First, I must give credit to Inter. Great performance with eight changes brought in by Simone Inzaghi and still playing well enough to compete with Napoli who were more or less at full strength and the goal, the opening one of the game came from Andre Frank Zamba on Gisa. Wonderful finish from him. He's been so important to Napoli's progress this season. He's been a reinforcement that's come in over the past couple of years and since the very beginning, he has been immense. So I thought I'd pay tribute to him. He was able to score against his international teammate from Cameroon, Andre Onana. So something special for Anguissa, the way he celebrated the goal. It was such a relief for all the Napoli fans there. It was a packed Maradona stadium and just a magnificent occasion. Di Lorenzo, well, what can I say? The captain, he's the other player I'd like to talk about. Second person to ever captain Napoli to a Scudetto. And what a wonder goal that was to Caressa in with a left boot, which is his unfancied foot. And he found the top corner. Nothing Onana could do there. Giovanni Di Lorenzo, everybody is bowing down to you this season. By far the best right back. Everyone was singing Calabria's praises after being able to contain Kvaratskhelia in the Champions League. Well, we can all have one or two games, even the rest of us playing Sunday League. But... Di Lorenzo does it week in, week out and still able to back up during the celebrations that Napoli have been undergoing over the past couple of weeks and being able to lead his team against Inter, the most informed side, you know, along with your Monzas, Fiorentinas, Juventus is in good form at the moment. So Giovanni Di Lorenzo, hands down, the best right back in the league and hopefully will remain a part of Napoli's future and also Italy's future for Azzurri fans on both fronts there. Gianluca Gaetano, his first goal in Serie A, coming off the bench. I wrote about this a couple of weeks ago. I was hoping Spalletti, I just knew Spalletti would. I mean, it just makes common sense, doesn't it? To start playing some of the younger players and Gaetano coming on when the game was at 1-1 or he just came on before that. Lukaku goal, which was a brilliant uh, turn home there from Romelu Lukaku. But Gaetano, an absolutely monumental moment, a milestone goal in his career scoring at the Maradona, his very first in the top flight. He had such a superb season with Cremonese to get them promoted. He was there with Nicolo Fagioli. So those two players were two of the important cogs in the Cremonese machine to get them from Serie B to Serie A. So congratulations to Gianluca Gaetano and hopefully he gets more game time over the next couple of weeks as Napoli need to iron out who they'd like to keep and who they'd like to move on. De Laurentiis has also said that he'd like to keep everybody, but we know that that never happens. Everybody has a summer mercato. It's the main option for players to come and go. So as a Napoli fan, it was a true honor to be there. I thank the club for the media accreditation. Uh, I cannot stress enough how great it was to be there. Uh, I've been there as a fan. So good to finally be there. So good to finally be there as a commentator and a writer. I also was able to interview 
two wonderful cultural fans that made their way up from the very bottom of Sicily to watch their respective teams. One an Interista, one a Napoli fan, and I've got that at the end of this show. I must also stress, most of it's in Italian. There are a couple of lines in English. It doesn't go for too long, goes for about five minutes. But for those of you who can get the gist of Italian, please stick by and listen to that one. If you'd rather watch the interview, it will be up on the YouTube eventually and also Twitter. I'm just going to give listeners, give Napoli fans the opportunity to sit back and listen to some of the audio from yesterday's comms. This is the last half an hour and then I'll allow some of the music from the stadium. I don't know, for those of you who haven't been to a stadium such as the Maradona, they have this DJ set that's so iconic. So I'll get a little bit of that in there as well towards the end. Then that interview with Domenico and Gabriele from a town called Alessandria della Rocca in Sicily in the province of Agrigento. It was great meeting them. Met a few other people along the way as well yesterday. We'll be back in a couple of weeks to do Napoli Sampdoria and the lifting of the trophy. And I'll be there with some of the Lega team and friends, Federico, Andrea, and Emmett Gates, of course, Forbes sports writer. I know that some Inter fans that are listening in, I need to wish you all the best for the remainder of the season. You've got the Coppa Italia coming up. Also, good luck to Fiorentina fans there. But Inter, well done on making the final and good luck in that final in Istanbul. I did take some photos yesterday at the stadium as well. They'll be up. I also tried to get some of the Inter away fans. There weren't too many, so couldn't work the angles for the camera. I'm not that qualified with a camera. So do join us over the next few weeks. It's going to be a fabulous journey to round out this wonderful Napoli season. It's been colossal in so many ways. I know that Napoli fans, if they don't win another Scudetto for some time, they want content to look back on and reminisce over the last nine months. It's been phenomenal. So here it is, the last half hour from yesterday's game. I've chosen the last half hour, mainly because all the goals came in that final 35 minutes. So here it is, hope you enjoy. Now the chorus starts. The Neapolitans in full voice. The Maradona flags fly. On the hour mark, it is Napoli nil, Inter nil. That's an incisive pass. He'll open it up for Kim. First time pass in for Oliveira. And Lukaku can break here and feed a ball out to the right side. Good pace shown. Down the right as Correa streams through. Now it's Belanova who gets it into the middle. Big chance here for Inter, but it is miscued by Robin Gossens. And in fact, it came off his left boot and spun away to the side and almost behind the ex-Atalanta man. Two careers in Nerazzurri, technically, for Robin Gossens, the German. Outstanding five-year spell in Bergamo. A long hopeful ball from Zielinski. We'll find Ossiman out on the wing. Onana was off his line for a moment, but the Inter defender's doing well enough to force Ossiman wide. Kim wins the header. Now Zielinski, Laboka, Zielinski. Get used to that for the remainder of this second half. The days of Marek Hamsik. Many Neapolitan fans, they... We're sorry that the likes of Hamzik and Mertens and Koulibaly and Insigne weren't part of this Scudetto winning side. It is a new era that may well end with Spalletti leaving at the end of the season. Now Zielinski looked as though he was shaping up to curl one. Instead he goes back out towards Matias Oliveira. Kvaratskhelia inside. This is good movement from Napoli. Oliveira looking for the return for Kvara. Di Lorenzo hustling, so is Lukaku, and Inter can come away again. This is wonderful work from Brozovic. Up against four Neapolitans, did win a free kick, a relieving one for Inter. And I must remind you, they are down to ten men. And they have been since the first half. No changes yet for Luciano Spalletti. What a side that was, that win back in the year 2001 here, the pre-ADL era, the goal in the 54th minute from Matuslam, a side 
ahead. Fontana in goal. Troyes, Quiroga, Baldini and Sabe at the back with Hussein, Machuslam and Vidigal. Bacin, Bellucci and Edmundo. Moriero and Frezzi with Magoni off the bench. The days where we had three substitutes. The last time that Napoli played into here pre-ADL, pre-Aurelio De Laurentiis. And that side in the 1-0 win in the first game of ADL's era. Janello, Contini, Savini, Cannavaro, that's Paolo Cannavaro, Santa Croce, Blasi, Gargano, Hamzik, Manini, Lavezzi and Zalaeta under Eddie Rea. And that was the win over Roberto Mancini's Inter. Back then it was Patrick Vieira, Suazo, Balotelli, Kivu, Maicon, Materazzi, Julio Cesar, Luis Figo, Rivas, Manish and Pele. Barazzelli has it now though. Part of the new dawn. Tries the shot and that's a wonderful curling effort that Onana has got two hands to and pushed away. But the impetus with Quaratskeli and Napoli now to try and get a goal in these last 25 minutes. All the ball with them. Now Ongisa into the box he comes. Tries to step over. Yeah, the ball taken away and Onana will clear. Only as far as Kim. Superb work in defence to win that ball back. And now Elmas drives into the box. Yelinski. It's a lovely ball in. And Ogisa finally puts one away after two chances in the first half. A wonderful volley to get Napoli into the lead. And he goes onto the athletics track to salute the fans. Inter finally conceded. And it took a moment of pure brilliance from Andre Frank Zambongisa. A brilliant volley on the right foot past Onana from about the penalty spot. this all day Napoli 1 Inter nil. the goal coming in the 67th minute what a pass a lightning quick pass from Piotr Zielinski to find Ongisa he opened up the time and space for the Cameroonian to bury that past his uh, national teammate Andre Onana What a moment in this game. And finally the game comes to life. Named after the great Maradona that led them to two Scudetti. Napoli on the verge of beating every single opponent in this Serie A season. They lost away at the Meazza 1-0 with that Dzeko header. He may be deployed soon enough. But Inter down to 10 men and now down by a goal to nil. pressure will build as Napoli will try and see the game out with another goal and put it to bed. It'll be so difficult for the Nerazzurri to come back. So Victor Osterman will come from the pitch. And in comes Gio Simeone. the applause their great talisman up forward will leave the pitch he hasn't scored today 23 goals still for the season but in comes Giovanni Simeone the number 18 and the other change is Elgif Elmas for Raspadori so some fresh legs we'll see how this formation changes Will it be Raspadori out on the right side? He has the ball now. Looks for the run of Di Lorenzo. Into the box they come again. The smoke is everywhere. And Raspadori tries one. 
from the perimeter. Not enough on that to really test Onana, who gathered it with his foot. And now we'll throw it short to a Acerbit. Raspadori, the goal hero from the match away at Juventus. Onguisa's picked this up again. Now Raspadori for Di Lorenzo. Thought about the back heel. Goes back to Onguisa. Spilt by Brozovic, but cleaned up by Acerbit. But only as far as Ragmani, who was all alone on the halfway line. What an atmosphere this is. It's an organised chaos. That's what they have nicknamed Napoli, or Napoli, as they say, in this part of the peninsula. Raspadori is playing on the right side in where Elma started this game. And Simeone will operate in the central area where Osimhen usually is. Not Victor's day today, but it's been his season and still on course to win the Capo Canoniere award. Still three goals ahead of Lautaro Martinez. Now Kvara, first time passing with Jelitski. They're in behind here, but Kvara forced to go out to the touchline. Pass Gorzins whenever he wants. Kvara Skelia will line up, and again with plenty of power, but it curled in a central area for Ronaldo to stand behind that and make sure Napoli don't double their lead. So Simeone, 27 years old now, was unlucky not to win that World Cup in Qatar. Long ball here for Lukaku. He's doing well to fight for possession, but he's given away a free. Just holding the jersey of Kim. Giovanni Simeone in for his 23rd of this season. And uh, just the three goals, but a really important one away at the San Siro against Milan. Spent last season with Verona, 17 goals there in the top flight. Spent some time with Cagliari, Fiorentino and Genoa, Banfield and River Plate. Raspadori also on. Big Jack, the Jack in the Box, as the Serie A World Feed team has nicknamed him for that goal right at the death in the box against Juventus to sink them 1-0 at the Allianz. And he just has the two goals, but he scored a very important one here also against Spezia towards the beginning of this season. In for his 23rd of the campaign and has uh, another four goals in the Champions League. What a scale, yeah. Now, Napoli's top scorer out there with 12. Zielinski distributes play. Raspadori out to the right side for Di Lorenzo, the captain. Looking for Simeone. No one there. Over the top of everyone, including Belenova, who's shoved Kabaratskelia over. And surely that has to be a free kick from the match official, Livio Marinelli. The last referee enters 3-0 win over Empoli. Huge applause here for Kim Min Jae. And the ex Interman comes in, Juan Jesus. Belanova coming off for Denzel Dumfries. Power move there from Simone Inzaghi. Dutchman should go to the right side and Federico Di Marco will come in as well. As uh, Joaquin Correa leaves the pitch. Thousands of Napoli supporters outside the Maradona here in Fuori Grotta in Naples. And you can also hear out there some explosions and lots of smoke pouring over the top of the stands and really does make for a spectacular atmosphere. It has been an amazing second half 
albeit into down to 10 men with Gagliardini sent off in the first half. The goal coming in the 67th minute from Zumbo Anguissa. A long ball in the direction of Dumfries. He's having words with Matias Oliveira, who plays it inside to Labotka. Man of the match might be Anguissa. He had two efforts that were off target in the first half. So Simone Inzaghi sending on a couple of players that can run up and down the touchlines. And Di Marco, one of those players. He's been in sublime form this season. Four goals in for his 32nd match. Some big goals as well in there. Scored one in the Coppa Italia. And Inter will play that final against Fiorentina midweek. Labocca out to Di Lorenzo again. The one-two with Raspadori. Simeone comes deep to uh, be part of this move. So many passes from Napoli. From side to side they go. They love to tilt the field and swing possession. And Zielinski's doing this again. Labocca. Everyone narrow at the moment. Now comes a chair to be in and look for Lukaku. But he's shot down by Juan Jesus, who spent five years in Nerazzurri colours. Out comes Meret. Find Jesus again. Simeone is the last man up forward. And he's just trying to roam in between De Vrij and Acerbi. Three substitutions made for Napoli so far. And it's been four for Simone Inzaghi in Inter. Now some lateral passing. Simeone, Labocca, Guarazzcheglia into the half space he goes. In between two. Shut down by the third though. That's good work from Brozovic to get in the way. And now Oliveira. Guarazzcheglia blind pass back to Anguisa, Showing that he's got the full repertoire. Solid game from Anguisa. Switches play out and in front of goal it's in for Raspadori around Onana still there can't cut it back big chance for Napoli blown but Raspadori had to go wide it was good goalkeeping from Andre Onana who made Raspadori work for it and uh, a heavy touch took it to the byline and he panicked as he tried to cut it back or whether he was trying to angle that in on goal would have been a miracle goal if it did go in but this is the Stadium of Miracles. It started back in the 80s with the likes of Alemão and Maradona and Careca, the Magica Trio with Bruno Giordano. Napoli in their own defensive third now. Brozovic has won it back high. Loops it over to the left. Sent into the back post and Dumfries is there. Cleared off the line, still there for Inter. If they can score it, big chance gone. And the clearance comes for Di Lorenzo. You could feel the hush as now there's a three-on-three. Zielinski pouring forward, stumbling over the ball, and it comes to nothing. Kubata Skelia now can put it over as Gio Simeone makes it 2-0. The flag came up for a second, though, on the far side of the pitch. Now, I'm sure they will check this. But the goal hasn't been added to the scoreboard. And you could hear the eruption as Simeone looked to have turned home his fourth of the season. Perhaps it was Simeone in an offside position. Zielinski stumbling at that crucial moment. As a metaphor, that would have applied back in 2018, but not this season. 2022-23, this is the season that Napoli is campione d'Italia. So off comes Robin Gorsens. This is an interesting move as Lautaro Martinez comes in. 
20 Serie A goals for him so far. So this is an attacking move for the last 10 minutes. Yeah, Simone Inzaghi will rue this if Martinez comes off with an injury and can't play the Coppa Italia final. Fadaskeli does well to win a throw. Left side of the pitch. Napoli's defensive half, though. The 1-0 win should be enough for Napoli to get through if they can maintain possession, control the tempo of the game. All the momentum has been with them, bar a couple of half chances for Romelu Lukaku. Ten minutes to go. And now it's Raspadori. Comes in and fires one. Ricochets off for one or two. Came back off Raspadori. That'll be a goal kick. So with this win, Napoli will have defeated every Serie A opponent in a season for the very first time. Currently matching 18 wins, equaling 2018-19. Well, Simeone very nearly took that off a stumbling Acerbi. It's a little wet out there, a little slippery. It did rain before the match and has been sprinkling down during. Di Marco wins that, sends a ball in, and Lukaku can turn that home, and Inter have the equaliser. It took a moment of magic from Federico Di Marco, who's been introduced into this game by Simone Inzaghi, and Inter have that goal to level it up here at the Maradona. A quick-fire moment for the Nerazzurri. Don't need too much of an invitation for Romu Lukaku, who now has his ninth of this season. You can hear the Inter supporters just near me getting their song on. And that is the kind of pressure with Martinez coming in. It was a sign that Inter wanted to attack in these final 10 minutes. We'll have a double change. Zielinski will come out of the game. And also Kvaratskelia. Politano comes in. And Giacomo Gaetano, who's a local boy here, getting some minutes, some deserved minutes, with Napoli having the campionato. They have the title wrapped up. It's time to give some of the lesser-known players, lesser-played players, a go. So that Spalletti, or whoever's in charge next season, can better discern who should remain and who shouldn't. Of course, all the rumours around Osimhen moving on and Kvaratskelia and Kim and you name it, they're all moving, but uh, we'll see. Lots of conjecture. We don't want any more acrimonious exits from this club after the big turnover last season with Koulibaly and Fabian Ruiz Ospina Insigne and Therese Mertens the all-time leading scorer here all moved up but Napoli rose above and they have claimed their third title but we have a little bit of radio silence here from the home supporters as Inter have equalised Politano will lift this into the back post. Onana comes and slaps, and it looked for a moment that it might be brought down by Raspadori, who's gone out to the left now as Politano comes in and will operate on the right side, as he normally does. Gaetano, with the attempted cutback, went straight into De Vrij. Oliveira, Labotka, pulling the strings as usual. I wonder what Napoli would be like without Stanislav Lobotka. The Slovakian has been instrumental in this Scudetto. Scored at the start of the season, hasn't since. But now there's a chance there for Raspadori to try and find a little bit of space between these central defenders. Politano, the ex-Inter man with his brand new tattoo. And also another ex-Inter man, Jesus, moves it back up the pitch. Lobotka 
Is there a late winner here for Napoli that haven't won against Inter here at this stadium since 2019? Some space there, and it's ended up in the back of the net. That is a wonder goal from the captain from outside the area. Giovanni Di Lorenzo runs to the sideline, runs to the Inter bench. The moment that everyone was waiting for. It took a super effort from outside. Caressed in off the left boot of Gio Di Lorenzo. Not just steering Napoli to their first Scudetto in 33 years. Not just being the second person to ever captain them to a Scudetto. I'll let them name who scored. of goal that you would expect in Matteo Politano to bury in the top corner. Superb from Di Lorenzo. Napoli 2 into 1. And there's just over four minutes to go, plus second half at a time. Still enough time for things to change. It's an offside call here as Inter pumped it forward towards uh, Lukaku. Napoli against their top seven opponents whenever the sides are currently in the top seven I should specify they have the most wins in Serie A they've won eight of eleven three losses there as well but eight wins whenever they've encountered someone in the top seven at the time of the game looking for just the third home win in seven First home win over Inter since May 2019 when they won here 4-1. Napoli player goes down, it's Raspadori. Now Gaetano's come in and with Cremonese last season in Serie B, he helped guide them up, scored seven there in the Italian second division. Looks like he's operating where uh, Zielinski usually would. Spalletti looks as though he's reverted to a 4-2-3-1. Gaetano behind Simeone. Raspadori on the left. Politano on the right. Sensational to see Politano back out there after an injury. Having Lozano, of course, is out for the rest of the season, sadly. I should make note that Christian Aslani has had a superb game as well. Fantastic football from both sides. You have to give credit to Inter as well, should they lose here. Ball comes in into the half space and Simeone won't get it. Onana gathers. As Inter through uh, adversity going down to 10 men in the first half with Gagliardini being sent off, have been resolute. They've been fairly organised. And uh, although it would be a blemish in the form guide... They have had a great last four or five weeks of football. Coming in with five straight wins. Eight in all competitions. All starting with a 3-0 win away at Empoli in which Marinelli actually was the official in that one. They then beat Juventus 1-0 in the Coppa Italia. They beat... Lazio 3-1 at home in Serie A, then 6-0 away at Verona, 2-0 away at Roma at the Olimpico. Both of those in Serie A. We have a stoppage in play here as Oliveira is about to take the throw. And then came the Champions League first leg, 2-0 over Milan, 4-2 over Sassuolo in Serie A, and then the 1-0 win over Milan in the second leg to get them through to the final. They will take on City. Now Gaetano, his pass was telegraphed and it was well picked up by Di Marco. Well, it was an audacious effort from about 45 metres. He sailed over Meret's goal. But it's been that kind of season where anything can happen. We've had a World Cup smack bang in the middle of it. So why not have a shot from there? 
with Medet about, uh, I'd say, 12 yards off his line. Napoli's form. Can't say it's been that good. They did win the last time out here at home against Fiorentina. The home form with a win here. They will go level with Juventus as uh, joint best home side in the league with two rounds remaining. But they are the best away side by some margin. Napoli first with 44 points in that regard. Plus 13 on Lazio. Ball forward picked up in Inter. Need to find something from nothing here. Four minutes of stoppage time. Long ball comes down and DiMarco wanted it, but uh, Di Lorenzo has pushed it over the touchline with a header. Those ten-pass moves, Napoli and into a top three, and Napoli scored from one of those with Anguissa's goal. Unsurprising to see that kind of goal go in, but... A stellar finish from Anguizo, and I guess the goal of the game is Di Lorenzo's. So it'll be a toss of the coin for who will be the man of the match. My money's on Anguisa, only because he's had a couple of good efforts in the first half as well, which went close. Matteo Politano will see out the rem remainder of this game. 47 times he played for Inter. Between 2018 and 20 before moving here. Has scored three times against Inter. But for now, we'll have to get back and defend here. He is the one-man wall against uh, Federico Di Marco from about 28 yards. In from the right, he curls it in and hits Anguisa straight in the forehead. And Aslani will pick it up. It'll come all the way back out to the right again. And Simeone is back there with the defensive duties. Can Napoli hold off a valiant interside, but now it's Labotka trying to release Simeone in transition. We haven't seen too much play in terms of counter-attacks today, and the last time we did it was Zielinski stumbling at the vital moment. Dumfries. Play that in, he beats uh, Oliveira for pace. And that's what happens when you bring in Dumfries fresh off the bench. with a throw they're still in their own defensive third though Inter's won that back DeMarco throws it in one back by Di Lorenzo though and now Politano can steam forward a burst of pace from Matteo Politano the ex-Inter man might come back inside he might let one fly on the rebound it was Simeone as Onana had parried that towards Giovanni Simeone but he's put that over the top and Inter survives, there's still some hope for a late goal, which will be the fourth of the game, and the leveller. From the goal kick, over the top of Dumfries, came Gaetano, locates Gaetano, slowed down, and Oliveira can now switch play, and there's a, a totally vacant right side of the pitch, and Di Lorenzo just wants to hold on to it, just wants to hold on to a precious win over one of the arch enemies and I'd say Inter would be starting as a favourite for next season alongside the likes of Napoli Simeone Brozovic brilliant work he won that back and Di Marco can now bring it out for De Vrij he'll send it long Martinez Achebe and uh, Lukaku are all up there. Achebe went to ground. And now there's a big problem here as Gaetano comes forward with the ball. Surely Napoli have to wrap it up here. An exchange of passes. It's Gaetano to find the third goal. And a first for Napoli in his career in Serie A. A wonderful moment. Gianluca Gaetano. And they celebrate their homegrown here. He is a Napoli boy. He was able to dribble that pass to Onana into an empty net from the edge of the area. And they run to the athletics track again to do a lap. 
What a moment this is. A milestone. Gianluca Gaetano. He just his sixth appearance. Gianluca Gaetano with his first goal in Serie A. His first goal for his parent club Napoli. And the third goal of the game. Back for the kickoff here at the dying embers of this match day 36 encounter between Napoli, who now leads Inter by three goals to one. They will get that victory. 30. It's been one of their big motivations was to beat every single team in the league this season. They lost 1-0 away at the Giuseppe Meazza earlier in the season. It's all over here at the Maradona Napoli. Get the win over Inter. Three goals to one. A huge second half where we saw four goals. Anguisa got Napoli off to a 1-0 lead. Lukaku with an 82nd minute equaliser. And Di Lorenzo. Then Gaetano, the captain. And then the homegrown midfielder who came back from his loan spell with Cremonese. What a match at speed, we'll leave it here. A little bit of the Neapolitan music. three into one match day 36 over and out I hope you guys enjoyed that it was such a thrill for me to be there now here's some of those chants from around the ground just some of the ambient noise at the stadium
Time for that interview with Domenico and Gabriele, the guys from the very south of Sicily in Agrigento. All right, we're here just in Fuori Grotta. I've got two fans that have made the trip from a long way away in Sicily. We have Gabriele and Domenico. Ora cambiamo per italiano. Sono un tifoso interista, però mi fa piacere accompagnare il mio amico in questa nuova esperienza che per lui, tra l'altro, è la prima volta, quindi è anche per me. Esatto, due grandi tifosi venuti da Agrigento. Se posso, Alessandra della Rocca, il nostro paesino nativo. Cioè, e qual è il motivo del tuo amore eh, per l'Inter e Napoli? Inter. Inter da quando ero piccolino, mio papà mi ha trasmesso questa passione per questi colori e da lì mi sono innamorato e non sono ritornato più indietro. Sembra il padre, scelta, eh? Il papà. La mia storia è un po' più rocambolesca. Famiglia interista. Mio padre interista, io napoletano perché? Perché da piccolo ho fatto degli studi a Caserta. Dato che il Napoli non abbia potuto affrontare l'Inter in semifinale. Dato veramente. Poteva essere un vero spettacolo, no? Esatto, esatto, esatto. Purtroppo è successo quel che è successo. Non stiamo qui a dire se, se è stato l'arbitro, se siamo stati noi. È andata così. È andata così. Però abbiamo vinto lo scudetto, dai. Eh, lo scudetto? Non è male, dai. Non è male. Eh, Domenico, sì. devi essere entusiasta che l'Inter giocherà la finale del Champions League. Sì, sì, ov ovviamente. Io ho scritto un post su Facebook dicendo appunto comunque andrà. È stato un successo perché con la squadra che ci ritroviamo, con i fondi che ci ritroviamo, poi... E andare in finale dopo ben 13 anni è una bellissima emozione. Troveremo una squadra fortissima che è il Manchester City, eh, degli shake, no? c'è poco da fare, sono una grandissima potenza, però sempre 90 minuti sono e il pallone è rotondo, quindi esatto. qualsiasi cosa succeda, 50-50 si parte. 50-50, esatto, grande inglese, big English from these guys, meglio, bocca al lupo per l'Istanbul, vediamo, Grazie, vediamo speriamo che bene. succede, speriamo bene, ma stasera la grande partita, Inter, fuori casa, a Napoli. Anche se noi non abbiamo più nulla da giocarci, perché è già tutto fatto, ovviamente è sempre bello vincere, quindi cercheremo eh, godetevi di vincere. l'atmosfera stasera allo stadio Maradona, siete già stati lì al centro stamattina? stamattina sì, 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 stamattina ci siamo fatto un bel giretto, abbiamo stampato... 10.000, più di 10.000 passi. Eh, esatto. Abbiamo girato. Morales Maradona? Sì, sì la prima tappa. La prima la prima tappa. Non c'è Morales Zanetti a Milano, eh? <ride> Purtroppo no, non l'ho visto. Eh, vabbè, vabbè, ti troverò dopo la partita e vediamo che succederà stasera. Chi vince? Con grande piacere, David. It's time for the post-match interview. I've got the same two guys that we spoke to before the match. Domenico, Gabriele. Come si sente che Napoli ha vinto 3-1? Felice, felice. Una bella, una bella partita. Che hai fatto questo lungo viaggio? È stato riparato. È stato riparato. Invece per Inter? Io non ho detto al mio amico che non lo accompagno più in trasferta. Cioè, non vengo più a Napoli perché ho portato bene. Eh, no, comunque, scherzi a parte, è stata un, per me una brutta partita perché ho visto un Inter molto ritirata sulle sue. È venuta a Napoli soltanto per il pareggio e alla fine poi... Perché c'è la Coppa Italia finale. Sì, e... sì, ma so, sono anche giustificate perché la stanchezza della Champions anche esatto, sì. ha influito molto. Però l'hanno gestita male la partita, un po' deluso da questo punto di vista. Ma il risultato ha merito per Napoli comunque. Sì, anche Gagliardini, Spulso. Eh, ha fatto tantissime falle, quindi... Eh, sì. Colpa anche di Barella. Ma anche prima poteva, poteva uscire. Forse è stato graziato, non lo so. E Spalletti ora deve rimanere, no? A Napoli. Speriamo rimangono, il suo l'ha fatto. Ha riportato uno scudetto. Lui ha battuto tutti quanti. Una squadra che prima magari una città che non vingeva da, da tanto, da 33 anni sono molto, molto, molto lunghi. Ha fatto la storia. Ha fatto la storia. Esatto. Quindi allora... rimarrà per sempre nei cuori dei napoletani sicuramente. E noi siamo qui a fuori 
Grotta, come si chiama questo ristorante? Antichi sapori, Samari, e aspettiamo la pasta, fagioli e cozze. Una specialità napoletana, assaggiamo, vediamo come. Una bella, bella cosa di mangiare dopo una partita, quando Napoli vince, 3 a 1. Tre babà, come dicono a Napoli, tre babà. Buon appetito, eh? Buon appetito. Buon appetito. Buon appetito.